And now, with Sound Investing, here's Paul Merriman. Hi, I'm Paul Merriman, and I want to help you be financially fit. In this segment, I will discuss the perfect investment. Now, I know there's no perfect investment. I know there's no perfect investment advisor. And, uh, and there's no perfect investor. But shouldn't we be looking for as close to perfection as we can get? And if we can define that, then why wouldn't we want to move toward that? So I sat down with the idea of putting together a list, and as you probably know, I love lists. But this was a list that came from 40-plus years of experience in working with people and hearing from them what they want. And in most cases, what they want is not so different from what I want, but some of these this numbers of these ideas, this wish list, may be not important to me, but I found them to be important to other people. So as I go through this, I will share with you both mine and the conglomerate of all the other wishes I've heard over the years, what that perfect investment would look like. Number one, I would like an investment that is highly regulated. I think unregulated financial products have a greater chance of being a problem in your life than those that are heavily regulated. If we did not have the Security and Exchange Commission, and many of us don't think they do their job as well as we would like, but if we didn't have even the job that they're doing now, people wouldn't have a chance. Maybe 5% of the people would learn how to, in fact, get around all of the shenanigans that people in this business use in order to, even today, figure out how to get around the rules to sell more and make more. Uh, but I want somebody who I believe is creating regulations that will protect me and certainly my clients. And I think that's available. I want complete liquidity. I want in one day to be able to liquidate my portfolio. I've been in illiquid investments. And at the point that they were popular, everybody, well, not everybody, but lots of people wanted them. And when you ask the advisor, will I be able to get out of this? Well, we can't guarantee it, but yes, I, the people right now, look how popular this is. And then when the popularity wanes and people want to sell those securities, and typically when more than a few of them want to sell, a lot of them want to sell, and there is no market for it, you know the kind of price you're going to get. It's a garage sale price. You'll end up giving it away in some sharpie. In fact, I, I, I know of a case where somebody made millions 
in the sale of limited partnerships and now is making millions picking up those old partnerships that he made a ton of money before on, buying them back very inexpensively today because there's no market. So I want liquidity. And I would like the investment to be risk-free. Now, I realize that that may mean that I'm, I'm not going to make very much, but maybe for a part of my portfolio, I want it to be absolutely risk-free. And number four, I want the investment to earn the return that I need to meet my financial goals. For some of you, and even for myself, I'd be happy if I didn't make any more than that, but I want to reach my goals, and I want to know the probabilities are very, very high, because I know I can't guarantee it. Because even T-bills are difficult to know what they're going to pay. Remember back in 1982, they paid 12%. Well, as you know, they don't pay 12% anymore. But I'd like an investment that there is a high probability I'll reach my financial goals. Number five, I want an investment that I don't have to sell the whole thing. I want to be able to sell a small part of the holdings when that's all I need. And number six, I would like an investment that will assure me that I'll be able to retire on a specific date. I what? I want what I want when I want it. Now, in many ways, that is very similar to meeting the financial goals. But I want to be able to aim at a specific date. Number seven, I want an investment that there's no commission to buy. I don't want to have to pay a salesman in order to get into that investment. I don't mind if other people want to pay, but I don't want to pay. And I want an investment where there's no penalty to sell. Some investments you can buy, and if you hold them for 30 days and then try to sell it, there's a 10% penalty. Not, not in my book, not in my portfolio. Uh, number nine, I want an investment that is easy to evaluate what it's worth. Be nice to be able to do that whenever I want. But I should really know what it's worth. I have seen on statements from brokerage firms values put on partnerships that have no relationship to what the market for those investments really are. But that's what they're showing. Now, I want to be able to know what it's really worth. Number 10, I want an investment that is easy for me to determine how much I've made or lost. How am I doing this year? Number 11, I want an investment that is free of taxes forever. Financial fitness forever without taxes. 
course, the amazing thing is today that's actually available to us. It's called a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. Amazing. Amazing. It, it almost feels like you're at one of these county fairs where they're selling something that slices and dices everything. Well, now they have this, this thing called the Roth that you can have that money grow tax-free and then take the money out tax-free. Number 12, I want an investment that allows an investor to start with a small amount of money and then be able to add small amounts of money. I know some investments where the minimum investment is 500000 others where it's a million. Now I want to be able to go in with a few bucks. Help that first-time investor get started on the right path with a little bit of money. Number 13, I want an investment with a long history of doing better than inflation with low risk. And number 14, I want an investment where I can have complete trust that the manager is doing exactly what is in my best interest. Absolutely, no question. I want that peace of mind. I pick up the paper almost every day, and there's some sort of a story, if I want to look hard enough, about an advisor, somebody in the investment community doing something very different from what the investor thought they were doing. Oftentimes, those are Ponzi schemes. Number 15, I want an investment that is fraud-free. I mean, there's the manager who goes off doing something that it just isn't what I thought they were going to do, and then there's the fraud, the outright fraud. That definitely is the Ponzi scheme. Number 16, I want an investment that my money is my money. It's not commingled with other people's money. I don't want there to be any question at the end of the day, what part do I own? I want what is mine to be mine without question. Number 17, I want an investment that is assured to do better in the future than the results from my past investments. Most of us do not do well in the early years of investing. I made stupid mistakes. But at any point in time, I think, all of us would like to figure out, is there a way to do better? And of course, I'm always trying to figure that out, to do better without taking more risk. Uh, number 18, I want an investment that my spouse who is not as risky as I, will have a sense of comfort and trust. And I would like it, number 19, I would like it to be easy for my spouse to understand and deal with if I die before she does. Because in many cases, for whatever reason, it seems like you never get that disinterested or uninterested spouse in the process.
And I've seen many cases where that spouse is left with a, a, what a jumbled mess, had no idea what was going on because it wasn't simple. Number 20, I want an investment that I can know the smartest people in the financial business agree that I'm doing the right thing. Now, in financial fitness forever, I talk a lot about the academic community versus Wall Street versus Main Street. I would just think it would be ducky if the academic community would, would bless what I'm doing and say that I'm doing a smart thing. Number 21, I want an investment that's easy to understand. Should be able to explain it to my kids. I love it that I can teach what I do to high school kids and they understand it. Number 22, I want an investment that has a long, long history of success. And the longer, the better. The longer that history, the more meaningful it is statistically. Number 23, I want an investment that is easy to report my gains and losses for taxes. Number 24, I want an investment that is easy to compare to other choices that I would have as an investor. I mean, there are, are probably 100,000 different things I could do out there, even when I'm buying a CD. I'd like to be able to compare, make it easy. And number 20. I want an investment that is easy to manage on my own. I may choose to work with an advisor for part of my money or none of my money, but to the extent that I've got money I want to do on my own, I want to be able to do that easily. You know, obviously anybody can step up to the window and put a bet down on a horse, and anybody can step up to Wall Street and put a bet on a, on a, on a company. But that's not easy. Well, it, it may be simple, but it isn't necessarily easy. I want it to be very easy. I don't want to take a lot of time. Now, when I think of these 25... You may have more. You may not think some of these are all that important. But I suspect that out of that 25, you could probably find 10 to 15 that you would agree would be on your punch list. And let me tell you what I think the answer is. And I'm not sure everybody's gotten this message. But most have. And the answer would be a no-load mutual fund. A no-load mutual fund that's highly regulated, I don't know of anything any more regulated in this industry, with one-day liquidity, and you can buy mutual funds that actually buy 
U.S. government securities, the same T-bills that you could go buy yourself, but you can own risk-free mutual funds. It's interesting, they're not allowed to ever call it guaranteed risk-free. Mutual funds not allowed to call it that, but if all they own are T-bills, I would say that's it's as risk-free as I would ever expect to get. I want to, to, to invest in something where I meet my financial goals. I don't know a better place to do that than with mutual funds. Where I can uh, sell part, not have to sell it all. Kind of, it's, it's like being able to sell a bedroom off your house. You can do that with a mutual fund. You can sell a bedroom and still have the rest of the house. You can sell a hundred or a thousand or ten thousand dollars and still have exactly the same portfolio in terms of the ownership of securities. Exactly. You just have less in the fund. That you'll have enough to be able to retire on a specific date. Well, I don't not even a target date fund can say that you'll have enough, but you can buy target date funds that are set up to make it very simple to aim towards a particular point in time. And being able to buy with zero commission and sell with zero commission, that's what real no-load funds are about. Easy to evaluate? In this industry, you can look up the value of your account one day at a time and have a real value of all the underlying securities computed in a way that is dictated by the Security and Exchange Commission. And to be able to put these mutual funds under the umbrella of a Roth IRA or 401k. Ah, it's beautiful. What a combination. And to be able to know how much you've made or lost easily. To be able to have uh, investments that have low risk that you know are set up to do better than inflation. Does that sound like a treasury inflation-protected security? Well, it should, because you can get those right through a mutual fund. And as far as having a manager that you can completely trust, how about a manager of an index fund that is by regulation and by decree in the prospectus, can only buy a certain kind of stock and buy a whole bunch of them. Now, I can't guarantee that there won't be fraud in the mutual fund industry. From time to time, it's happened. But that fraud is normally protected against, almost always. Depends, I guess, what kind of fraud it might be. But if you deal with the very large companies like Vanguard, T. Rowe Price, Fidelity, then the likelihood of fraud is very, very, very low. And mutual funds, even though your money is combined with others, you have a legal right to those shares that are yours. It's on the books. It is not. It's like being in trust. Who would ever put money in a trust department of a bank if the money was going to be put together with everybody else and there would ever be a question who, who belonged, who owned what? 
You wouldn't put it in the trust department. The whole idea of a trust department is to have this, this wall between your investment and other people. That's the way a mutual fund works. And if you do this right, and hopefully I've taught you how to do this through all this material that I've provided, I think you will see a way to do it better in the future. And I think it can be very easy to explain uh, to a spouse who is not a savvy investor. And uh, to set it up so that if you pass on first, if you're the savvy one, that it can be done very simply, very easily, and hopefully that disinterested or uninterested spouse will have understood that long before you're gone. And mutual funds, it's what Warren Buffett recommends. He's a pretty smart guy. Not just the academic community recommend mutual funds. Almost everybody I've ever met in the financial community would say you should own mutual funds. The advantages are just so huge. We just want to make sure that they're no-load funds. And of course, they are easy to understand. They have a long history of success. And for tax reporting, oh, is it simple. It is a piece of cake. The mutual fund will provide all that information. Didn't always, by the way. It was more difficult at one time to get your capital gains figured out. But not now. And boy, is it easy to compare to other choices. Morningstar.com gives you 25 plus ways to compare funds. So you can find funds that are almost identical and compare their expenses, their tax efficiency, their diversification, their turnover. And as far as an investment that's easy to manage on your own, there are people like myself who are dedicated to trying to help people understand the mutual fund industry and to learn how to build a portfolio with the appropriate amount of stock funds and bond funds depending on your need for return and your willingness to take risk. And many of us, maybe not a lot, but uh, enough that you, it doesn't have to be Paul Merriman, many of us have taken the step of also telling you exactly which mutual funds that you can, in fact, use in your portfolio to meet the need for return and the risk tolerance. There is no reason today that a person can't get a really very efficient portfolio on your own. Yes, there are ways to do it better, I think, through an advisor. But to the extent that all you want, just for the sake of discussion, is 90% of the pie and not 100%, I think there is no reason why you can't do this on your own. So the perfect investment, maybe we should call it the best investment I know, 
would be a no-load mutual fund. And in the next segment, I'll talk very specifically about the index fund. That was Paul Merriman with Sound Investing. Sound Investing, soundinvesting.com and paulmerriman.com are produced and exclusively owned by Paul Merriman, who is solely responsible for their content. For more information, free articles, mutual fund recommendations, and more, visit paulmerriman.com.